0: Hey there, just a bit of housekeeping before we begin. Our next live show date has been announced for Wednesday, August 23rd. If you're interested in being a part of our recorded live audience, the tickets go on sale this Friday. If you want access to cheaper presale tickets, order your tickets online at Eventbrite and use code GROOVESPODCAST for 30% off the ticket price. This offer is only available for a limited time, so act fast. Emily Stewart is a true Southern siren. She performs in several bands and is often seen playing shows around the triad. She was also a part of our very first Women in Music event last year, and we were happy to have her perform again on the groove stage. So now, on with the show.
1: Thanks for being here, y'all, on this warm July night.
2: Oh, yeah, every time you smile, boy, Space or can
1: Yeah. So here's one about the the delicate art of getting out of bad relationships.
2: I can't sit here watching you. If you go down, then I'll go to The place that we pretend isn't real. to figure out just what to do when you're lost and scared and a little bit blue. Nothing a gal like me can't understand. I'm counting on a can you're praying for in these. We got a bone-tired horse in a mighty long race. Look me in the eye, lay down your hand. Here's my
1: Out to Barbara Jean.
2: In my prayers, I called you Ida because they wouldn't give your name. Then I read in the paper that you went by Barbara Jean. I saw you up there trembling and I watched your deadly fall. If I'd seen you on the street, Lord, I'd have guessed you had it all. A stranger often sings surreal at best And it saves time to forget that We ourselves are still truly blessed We could to each other you can
1: I wrote with a buddy of mine in Nashville, Alan Thompson. One more for y'all. This is Ben Singer over here on the guitar.
2: Love is the love that grows Love that understands And the love that overflows Love more so
3: Hi, I'm Nikki again and uh sitting down here with Emily Stewart who just played an awesome set and um we've known each other for a while now haven't we yeah we've uh yeah we've become friends over the past what like year ish mm-hmm. um she actually she got me my uh internship at a, a local recording studio here called on pop of the world studios so I owe her for that and they're so <laughs> glad to have you <laughs> Um, So, my first question for you is, um, was your family, like, particularly musical growing up? Did you, like, learn to play an instrument and sing, like, as a kid?
1: Well, I was raised by writers, not musicians, but I did find out, you know, um, I was always told that my grandmother, who actually, she passed away six weeks before I was born, Mm -hmm. and she was always kind of whispering to me as a kid, Mm -hmm. Um, she... Played the trombone and the organ and the piano, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very versatile. And she sang. Uh, that's and awesome. And I kind of feel like that's why I probably, whenever, at least whenever no one else was around, I ran around singing as much as possible as a kid. I was way too shy <laughs> to do it in front of other people. Except in church when, you know, yeah. the chorus rises up around you and you can do whatever you want.
3: Right, yeah, because that's like <laughs> safe space, you know. You yeah, you can, you know. Everybody has different voices, and they don't care. They're just, you know, going for it. Praising the mm-hmm. Lord. So um, so how has your perspective of, perspective of the world uh, contributed to your songwriting?
1: I would say, um, well, being... I mean, growing up in a newspaper family mm-hmm. uh, in a tiny town in South Alabama, which, if you've ever read a small-town weekly newspaper, you probably know that it's mostly gossip. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, that's true. Um, and, but you know, my parents were very um, devoutly ethical journalists, so they would, you know, they would they would put only the facts in the newspaper, and then they would come home at dinner time and talk about. The rest of the story. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Because, you know, we do all like to gossip as humans. Uh, It's just in our
1: nature (laughs) to socialize and... Yeah. Things like that. And that's just what comes up. <laughs> I always loved the rest of the story. I wanted to know, you know, yeah. what this person wanted and, and why they couldn't get it and how they felt about it. And, you know, all the emotional side of it that you don't really see in the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably why I ended up writing songs instead of... <laughs> so
3: you can tell your own stories and fill in your own blanks that way. Mm-hmm.
1: And, and just pay attention to... Yeah how people feel instead of, I don't know, there's, there's something really powerful about just tapping into emotions when mm-hmm. you're writing. Yeah, definitely.
3: Um, well you have, uh, definitely have one of the most unique voices I've ever heard. Um, so I want to know who influenced your sound? Um,
1: I guess, well, I would say, um, I, I grew up in my grandma's kitchen like my earliest music memories are making biscuits in her kitchen listening my uncle ran the local radio station and Mm. so it was always on no matter what time of day whether the tv was on or not the radio was on (laughs) (laughs) that's really cool yeah and so I I remember just being stopped dead in my tracks and getting chills and um when the old classic country came on when Hank Williams Loretta Mm. Lynn Patsy Cline um, as I got older, I fell in love with Odetta and mm-hmm. uh, Emmylou Harris. And I yeah. kind of started to learn after a while that a lot of those people are from the area that I'm from. So maybe, you know, I just felt that, yeah. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. roots wise or something, but I, yeah, yeah,
3: I'd definitely. See. That's, I mean, those are the kind of people that you remind me of too. So I'm glad that I was on the nose <laughs> about that because, <laughs> uh, I, I grew up listening to that stuff too.
2: Uh, country
3: is, has always been my favorite uh, musical genre. I, I do tell people I listen to everything, but mostly it's country music. And nice, so,
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. that's yeah, that's
3: where my heart's at. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so you you do collaborate with a lot of uh, local musicians around here. Uh, so, tell us about um, one of your favorite collaborations.
1: Uh, well, that he's here, done. Maddie
3: Sheets. I was gonna say <laughs> that's my favorite is you and Maddie Sheets, who has been on the show before and is in the audience tonight. Um, yeah, give it up for Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, they're in a wonderful uh, duo called Magpie Thieves. Definitely check those guys out. So that's your that would be your favorite then. Yeah, working with Maddie,
1: we've played in I guess four bands together mm-hmm. by now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and every time, no matter you know, I, I just love the the authenticity of his songs and the the fact that every time I lift my voice to sing harmony with it, the emotion is right there because it's mm-hmm. just kind of embedded in the song. Yeah, um, and we've supported each other through all kinds of insanity, <laughs> ups and downs, and. <laughs> Toured together, just life. Yeah, you know? yeah. I get that. That's cool. Band family. Yes,
3: definitely. Uh, yeah, I've I've come to find that a lot of uh, a lot of the musicians around here, it is just like a giant family. You know that that mm-hmm. you know just a giant collective of people who support and love each other, and it's just it's great. You got to. Yeah, exactly. Got to spread the love. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Kind of going off of that, is there
1: anyone that you haven't worked with in the area that you want to in the future? I feel like every time I run into the Grubbs sisters, uh, Rook and Elizabeth Grubbs from Mm -hmm. Von Eyed, we always like talk about how we want to sing together. And I know that that when we do, it'll be powerful. We have some some similar roots too so you do it's true yes i personally i would
3: love to see that because i do i love Von i too so i think a collaboration between you guys would be just
1: magical it's a good thing you asked because <laughs> yeah. it reminded me that mm-hmm. need
2: it.
3: yeah <laughs> okay so we so shout out if Von bonite listens to this episode <laughs> please ask emily to collaborate with you or write a song together or something <laughs> um so uh, how is it different playing a solo performance like this versus in a band with other, you know, one, in one of your other many bands that you're
1: in? Yeah, well, it's interesting. I kind of, um, I, I started out playing in a lot of full bands, and I guess lately I've been doing a lot of duet and solo gigs, and it's actually mm-hmm. been really, it's encouraged me to grow as a guitar player. Mm-hmm. It's, um, you know, you kind of almost have to rearrange the songs, you know, especially if they were written around the idea of a bunch of different players. And so it's yeah. it's just nice to, to experience your songs in a different way. And then as far as the, like, rehearsal process, I love it because I, my brain is always in about 17 different places. <laughs> I usually have about 60 projects going. So mm-hmm. I really like to, you know do some of one thing and then pick up the guitar and play and, you know, it's just, it's nice to, to, I guess when you're rehearsing with yourself, you can be a lot less structured and I tend to resist structure a lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. Okay.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes you just gotta, you know, stretch your boundaries and break the rules a little bit. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, with music, that's kind of what you have to do sometimes to get to a certain place like within yourself or within a song you have to you know spread out your creativity so yeah
1: cool I love rehearsing in a duet too because I feel like you just you get to know the person's soul in a way that (laughs) you might not otherwise and and (laughs) how their brain works uh you know Mm -hmm. I figured out how Ben's brain works earlier today actually it was really exciting because now I know (laughs) how to how to explain (laughs) That's the great. structure yeah. of the song or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. our Very brains cool. are on the same page
3: now. That's good. <laughs> That's good. It's, it's good when you, when you have people around you that you're playing with that you're like, you know, on the same, on the same wavelength. Because, you know, if you're playing with somebody and you have no idea what you're doing, it's just like, you know, it's a mess. <laughs> I have been to shows where that has happened and it's just, it's not fun to watch. Yeah. Because you can see the awkwardness happen and they just don't know what to do.
1: If it's going to be a mess, it better be a beautiful mess. Yes, a beautiful, hot mess. (laughs)
3: Um, Well, we do have a question from our audience. So I will uh, get that right now. Who are your top five favorite female songwriters?
1: Oh.
3: That's a good question. That
1: is. (laughs) Um, I think... Loretta Lynn is definitely mm-hmm. a huge inspiration. Um, I have always loved Gillian Welch.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I love Odetta. Yeah. then um, hmm. um, I would say I know, it's a really tough question. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I wrote this down earlier. but two yeah. of them are guys. Or three. <laughs> um, so, uh, Christina Kristofferson. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's Chris Kristofferson's
3: alter ego. Yeah. For those who don't know.
1: <laughs> this lady side. Uh,
3: because you know, boys, you have to be in touch with your feminine sides too.
1: Yeah, um, I love Aaron McEwen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And how many was that? That, that was what counts. That was four. 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 <laughs>
3: we'll, we'll count Christina Christopherson. That's fine. <laughs> I know it's a really it's a really hard question. It's a good question, but it's kind of difficult to think off the top of your head. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but anyway, well, thank you, Emily. It has been a joy talking with you and, uh, hearing you sing always. So thanks for, thanks for doing the show. We appreciate it. Give it up one more time for, uh, Emily. Love you guys. (laughs) All
0: right. Before we end the show, I want to give a special shout out to my friends, the creative team that helped make this show possible. Tom Troyer for your fine-tuned ear in mixing, both the live show and this podcast. Nikki Tameo for your research genius and interview skills. Maggie Bozovich for keeping us all on time. Naomi Woods for making sure I use decent grammar. And Kim Basil for keeping all things fair and square at the show. Thanks.